RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. This is RPG Lessons Learned. I am Brian. With me, as always, is Dusty, and Dusty's going to tell us what happens in this session of Vampire the Masquerade. Well, Brian, last time, Eduardo and Zepp discovered the identity of their sire, and that revelation is explored in this episode, while Eduardo and Zepp sort of figure out how to deal with that. You make it into the enclave. You finish with Jack, you finish the receiving line. People are handing out goblets of blood. Mm. And you have the opportunity mm. to restore some blood points. Everyone's sort of lightly sipping on a single goblet. And you get the sense that that's the social norm here. So go ahead and mark a blood yep. point. Hell so yeah. So people come by and they bring you a, uh, a tray. Boom, you get a blood point back. Are you going to sort of commit the possible social faux pas of getting another blood goblet? I'm not. Yes. I was going to say, it'd be almost expected of Zepp to do so. Yes, that's, that's I will be fine. doing that. That's what I'll have doing. another. An, another, please. One more. Make a social roll. DC4. You're going to make me do this. I'm going to make you do it. <laughs> and so on. Okay. All right. That's noted for later. Who's noting what? No. No. You skipped breakfast. I did. I'm just starving. But you do have two blood points back. With your failure, you're not going to be able to get any more. Oh. oh. Now, I have a question for you guys. Is there anything that you want to get done? You are now in a confined space. When the receiving line finishes up, everyone's sort of milling about, and if you ask around, I'm going to assume that you do, hey, what happens mm -hmm. to these things like normal? Mm -hmm. They tell you that Aaron's probably going to address the crowd and tell everyone why there's an enclave. Mm -hmm. So you really can't leave this room. Is there anything you want to get done in this room with yeah. lots and lots of other kindred? I want to... Uh, well, no, uh, Zepp's probably going to stay against the wall or something and just kind of like chill for a little bit back to the, to the audience. Okay. But I do want to, I mean, I want to ask around and see what happened to that Diablonist. Who is that? What is that? What's happening? So you are going to ask around? Or just ask maybe somebody that I recognize if there's anybody I recognize. Otherwise, keep it to myself. You've been hanging out with the Anarchs, uh, and you know they're not going to know. So, who else would you ask around to? Nobody outside of Jack from the receiving, but he's on the receiving line. Yep, so, so you're going to wait for Jack? Yep, yep. All right. In that case... I feel like I'm playing a weird card game. One at random. You pick a, a neonate Toreador. What's her name, Dusty? I have all the names for all the NPCs right here. Is it... She's uh, a neonate, and her name is Delilah. Oh, come on. Come here and look. Neonate Delilah. What's Delilah looks just like that. She has, She's wearing an evening dress. She's got an updo. She's got some of those like pins in her hair that look sort of old-fashioned. Fashionably dressed, updo. She's a Toreador. She's very good-looking. Um, good-looking in the sense that she, she works on it. Like she's wearing makeup, etc., etc. She, she really cares. She doesn't want to look dead. Got she to. put an effort in. Mm. Uh, and that's who you stop. What do you say to her? As a moron talking with one social, I'm going to say... Yeah, wow. So this enclave is a pretty big deal, huh? I mean, look at this is a lot of people. 
Yes, Aaron rarely calls enclaves. I'm sure there'll be some earth-shattering announcement, and she rolls her ass while she's talking. Do they normally just kill guests randomly like they did back there? It depends on what Aaron's looking for. In this case, I assume he was looking for that Diablerist. Of course you noticed Ashura scanning everyone so boorishly as they entered. Yeah, that was kind of awkward, man. I was wondering what she was going to find out. I'm sorry, what clan are you? Uh, I chill with the... I'm undeclared. Yeah, I'm undeclared, <laughs> but I chill with the Brujas over at uh, Haven Bar. She actually gets more interested, and she's like, are you an Anarch? Well, you know, I'm Anarch-aligned. Well, how, how fascinating. And and you get the sense that she sort of has maybe a bit of a, a bad boy streak. She's going to talk with you a bit, and we're going to let you two go off in a corner, and I'm going to let you come back and tell me what you said. While that's happening, Eduardo, do you choose to engage anyone? Do you want to make the same sort of draw to find someone to talk to? Is Candace busy? Uh, Candace is still in the receiving line, but it's going to break up shortly. Mm. I'll wait. You wait? All right. So Aaron goes to, he goes to the middle of the floor, and then there is it's sort of a raised area. And he's going to step up there, and he's surrounded. And he, he does a really good job of, you know, clapping and drawing everyone's attention. Really good large room control. Everyone starts to pay attention. The receiving line breaks up. Jack and Candace are both moving through the crowd. Are you going to seek him out now or let Aaron speak? I assume I'll let him speak. We'll fucking catch her afterwards. Okay. About how many people are are in here? Every Camarilla kindred in Charlotte. What? About 125. Okay. Charlotte can't support much more than that. In fact, that's kind of a lot. Thank you for coming, Aaron says. I'm sure you noticed the commotion earlier. We had gotten the reports of some diablerie. But we have a larger concern. Several Malkavians have gone missing. Huh. Oh, is that... Do you make that face? Scandalous. And he keeps going. Mm -hmm. And obviously, by now, everyone's heard of of the Sabbat who mysteriously disappeared to the north. Are we a black op? He doesn't even... <laughs> yeah, hold up. He, he, he openly thanked you for his favor. Who's the black op? But when he says that, yeah, it was a black op. Huh. Remember when he sent you on that mission, he was like, I don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because the Camarilla does not want to go to war with the Sabbat. Okay. Like the, the, the Camarilla are all about, this is all a secret. Possible deniability. They don't. They 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 care about the masquerade. Mm-hmm. Open war with the Sabat would be disastrous for the masquerade. So the Camarilla is all about not provoking the Sabat. But the Camarilla also won't roll over either. The Camarilla will take action against the Sabat. But he doesn't even look at you when he references the Sabat. Oh, and he not. says, "Career politician, go ahead." I'm frankly worried that some of the Sabat are here in the Queen City. Mm. So. During this enclave, I'm going to send several of the Nosferatu, and it's only at that moment that you notice that there's no, no other Nosferatu here except for Tirza. I've sent the Nosferatu out to scour the city for any signs of our age-old enemies, the Sabbat. So we would have had to face them if we didn't, didn't come. Okay. Yeah, the, the blood hunt would have been Nosferatu. <laughs> That's exactly right. We might be here for a few days. We want to give the Nosferatu plenty of time to seek out the root of the problem, but carefully. 
I appreciate everyone's patience. Are you actually going to speak in the middle of him speak? No, not at all. I'm not going to say a damn word. One in my head, I'm thinking one. Are you going to validate my parking? Because that's a long time to be parking. Two, uh, are we going to get more blood? Because I only got two, and that means that every day that we're here, I have to spend another unless I get... Reported. I love that that's because that, that's exactly if I was really there, that's oh, exactly what I'd be thinking. Absolutely. Like are we gonna get fed? Like what's going <laughs> yeah, on? Like, like come on man. Three, are there any sleeping quarters? Like this is some hard ass mar marble with some like pretty, you know, thin ass rugs. There are doors off of this room. There are there are several doors. There's doors on three sides off of this room. Also we don't sleep. Well I mean, You do during the day. Yeah, exactly. Hang upside Meditation. down what we do in the shadow style. Yeah, mm -hmm. torpor. Like like you you sleep hard. Okay. You cannot wake up. Retract. It's really, really hard to wake up. Okay. Um, he finishes all that. You have the opportunity to ask Delilah those questions that were burning on your mind. Yes. So, Delilah, what was the whole thing with the dude dying back there? What happened? Well, it seems I was wrong. It does happen. I, I assume that's what the prince was looking for, but apparently he's looking for a Sabbat incursion. So do the Sabbat normally come around here? I thought that they stayed north of here. Well, the Sabbat move around, and they've mostly stayed out of Charlotte. There's not much here of value to the Sabbat and their imaginary war. Do you know if we're going to get fed more? Oh, yes, dear. They, they, always, they always feed us. I'm sure blood will come around again in, oh, ten hours or so. Is... is is there a show or anything, or are we just sitting here talking for 48 to 72 hours? She puts her hand on your forearm and says, Oh, it's, it's up to us to entertain ourselves. No. Ah. Uh, okay. I see my brother over there. Let me go. Uh, do you want to meet my brother? Uh, I'm not really into that sort of thing. Oh, come on. <laughs> so she just, just hit on you. I think it's what she was. She would assume you were thinking. Yes. Uh, but of course it won't. Now. But, okay, okay, all right, okay. Well, um, um, uh, uh, so uh, what clan are you? It's not obvious that I'm a Toreador. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. She's, you've kind of miffed her at this point. Of course, she's a little miffed. I have to, I have to do the social one. You have to do the social one. So thing. I have to. But you've also you you've miffed her. You need to you need to either recover this or ignore it and go away. Part of me wants to ignore it and go away. The other part of me wants to kill her here and then cause this whole stir where somebody finds the body and everybody's like, oh my god, scandal! I'll just lure her back to the bar. We can do that later. Yeah, that's right. I need to show patience, patience, patience. Your middle's high. Your social's low. As you finish Don't this conversation. As you finish this conversation, the doors on all three sides are suddenly thrown open. Uh, and sure enough, there is a bar. There are different alcoves. It's sort of a restaurant area, but obviously you guys don't eat food. So really it's just like tables and alcoves for sitting and talking. Um, in addition to the, the string quartet that stopped playing when, when the prince addressed the crowd, they're playing again, so that's some entertainment going on. Um, there are also a bunch of books sitting out that you can that you can browse. In fact, one particularly calls your attention. I'd like for you to both make me a mental roll. DC4. 
I'm looking for I'm looking for a, a strong three successes. Accomplished. Three successes. By Eduardo. One book in particular draws your attention. Now the actual the the copy in the game the copy in the game world is going to be this giant beautiful leather bound book, but um, it's it's already sort of open to pages. And in fact, what draws your attention is one particular page. The book is open to this illustration here. Oh, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. You feel like you recognize that guy. Which one? Abel, Abel? or Cain? Cain. Remember in the first session when you've been turned and your sire was sort of a mystery? This really magnetic, compelling guy that, that you talked to and you talked about all sorts of topics and you had this awesome night and you wake up the next day and you can't really remember too much about him. But you remember you had this awesome night, and you've been a vampire ever since, and you've been trying to convince everyone that, no, your sire didn't abandon you, you're not a fledgling, you're totally a neonate. You're totally a full-fledged neonate vampire, not a fledgling anymore. That guy looks an awful lot like the guy who sired you. All of a sudden, his face, which is blurry in your memory, comes into focus. Hmm. I'd imagine you're reading this. I'll wave you over. That's the guy. Looks like it. So what? Why why would his face be in a book like this? Was he a model? Yes. I'm joking, of course. This is absolutely amazing. Would you flip the book closed and see the title? Yes. Book of book Nod, of y'all. Nod. The Book of Nod. Huh. So does that mean Cain sired us? Could be. Is that a big deal? Probably. Do we tell Jack? Yeah, he already knows we're you know doing what we're doing, so don't lie. I like Jack. But Okay. I think that's enough of, of the, the book scene. I'm gonna give you a chance to talk to Jack or Candace, and then we're gonna do another scene. Okay. So Jack or Candace? Candace. What do you say to Candace? What's the story with the uh, fellow that got killed earlier? Well, some of the Malkavian got killed, and rumor has it, Ashura sensed that she was nearby and that she died, desperate to communicate something. That's why Ashura sent out two more of her ancillae mm. to investigate the matter, and, and they were killed too. Mm. That's so sad. So, we suspected that the Sabbat killed the Malkavian, but we also suspected that some member of the, of the Camarilla, of the Charlotte Kindred, had diablerized the Malkavians. See? That's scandalous. Well, the Malkavians are often targets for diablery. They, they're one of the more unique amongst the clans. Their, their premonitions are highly valued. Which, uh, uh, which clan did the uh, perpetrator belong to? The perpetrator was a gangrel. Oh, that explains Rufus why Rufus was so upset. Yeah. Uh, does Rufus require our skill set, as we helped you in the past, to uh, shore things up? Uh, the Gangrel fight their own battles, and the Gangrel are one of the few clans that my Bruja would hesitate to square off against. The Gangrel are second to none when it comes to one-on-one physical combat. I would mm-hmm. tread carefully around Rufus. He is quite large. He is. Yes. Well, then, thank you. That's it for Candace. What do you say to Jack? Hi, Jack. Hey there, Zep. So, uh, 
are you talking about Cain? Oh, Cain. Well, he is the All-Father. He's the start of all of us. He is the birth of the bloodlines. Many people think he's just a myth, but I don't know. I do wonder where we came from. And there's got to be something to that biblical story. Otherwise, crosses wouldn't work on us as well as they do. So there are a lot of layers to that mystery and a lot of people trying to figure it out. Does he ever come to Charlotte? Who? Cain? Yeah. I've been wondering that lately, but until recent events, I would say that he was just a story. People that saw him were like humans that see Sasquatch. Just stories and spirits walking in the wind. What's making you change your mind? He gives both of you a significant look. I'm just starting to wonder about Gehenna. Gehenna? Gehenna, the end times of the vampire. Uh, Go on. Is this something that we can help? Well, the stories of Cain are that Cain created all vampires, but we are many generations removed from his power. But obviously the, the first vampires he created were much, much more powerful. They were one generation removed from his power. They were very strong. They, uh, they're all gone now. They were called the Antediluvians. And the Gehenna is the time when supposedly the Antediluvians will wake from their sleep and they will feed not on humans, but on vampire. And the whole vampire race will consume itself in one last feeding frenzy with those on top eating those that are beneath them. Huh. So, uh... Remember how we told you we couldn't remember who our um, sire was? Yeah. Yeah. You saying what I think you're saying? Uh, what do you think I'm saying? I think I've had my suspicions. Yes. So now what? He grabs you both by the shoulders and he goes to lead you off into a different room. Let's find somewhere more private to talk. Is there somewhere private in this building? There's side rooms. Yeah, yeah. There's the, the vampires okay. live on like secrets and all oh, that stuff. Right, yeah, there's, yeah. there's little alcoves everywhere. Gotcha. He takes you sort of away from the crowd. And, so the crowd's been sort of dispersing, right? Ever since the, the doors opened up, mm-hmm. and they've not dispersed all the way throughout this entire space yet. Mm-hmm. He takes you through several doors, down some hallways, into another room, closes a room, locks the door, looks around, and this room is austere. Doesn't even begin to cut it. When you step in the room, there is nothing. There are no vents, no grates, no power cords, power things, nothing. Ooh, perfect place to kill somebody. There's literally nothing but the light fixture, and the light fixture is a wire hanging from, from the ceiling, which is not tile. It's a featureless marble stone ceiling with stone oh, wow. walls and stone floors. Nice. It's a single wire with a single bulb. Mm-hmm. Make me a mental roll. Sorry. DC4. Two. Two successes? Yep. Wait. Eduardo, any successes? Two. No, no. Two. All right, you both realize this is a perfect room to walk into and have one glance around and be assured that there are, like, no bugs. There's no one overhearing. There's no one in another room listening at an event. Mm-hmm. And if, if you were around a, a crowd of vampires who were constantly paranoid and who don't trust technology, who were from a previous time, 
necessary. Completely bare stone walls and a stone ceiling and a stone floor with no holes of any kind in it, except for the door and literally one wire and a light fixture or, or, and a light bulb are what you need to let them walk into a room and feel like they're not being listened to. What's the door look like? Uh, it's a security door and it was, uh, it was insulated. Okay. Like it's got weather stripping around it, so when mm -hmm. you close it, you feel like it's going to be pretty soundproof. Okay. And by security door, I mean it's, it's one of those heavy metal doors where it's like two sheets of sheet metal mm -hmm. on either side. So it, it's a heavy security door. I've positioned myself between Jack and the door. Wow. Okay. You're doing what? Don't worry about it. Jack doesn't notice that. I'm going to rule that Jack doesn't notice that. He thinks that he is uh, in good with you guys, and he's going to drop some knowledge bombs on you. Oh, no, no. I'm sure he is. Just protecting my interest as well. Fair enough. That's that's cold. That's cold, Eduardo. That's I'm cold. a vampire. I'm a, little, I'm a little taken aback. In the room, Jack turns to you and he says, By now, you have to have realized that you're special. Yep. No one else. Yeah. No one else can drain so many other vampires at once and absorb so many skills and abilities take on so much of the blood it only makes sense if you are a very low generation a couple of steps or one step removed from Cain himself for you to drain so many vampires so fast and grow so much you have to be something different cool if we are the children of Cain what does that mean for us as far as the um as far as the Camarilla is concerned. I honestly don't know how the Camarilla will react to the news. That'll make you second generation vampires. That makes you the boogeyman. Everyone's waiting for the antediluvians to wake up and start Gehenna. No vampire will trust you. They'll all think that you look on them the way they look on humans. Hmm. He's not wrong. Nope. <laughs> not at all. But the Camarilla won't hold a candle to what the Sabbat will think. Go on. The whole philosophy of the Sabbat is that Cain is real. The antediluvians are real. Mm -hmm. And they're really coming. Mm -hmm. Did preppers exist in the mid-90s? Did we have that word yet? Year 2000. No. 2000? Yeah, well, that's the year when it really took off. Coming. That's okay, when it so really took off. But that's, like, that's fine. That's, that's what I need. Yeah. So he, he won't use the word preppers then. You know those humans that dig bunkers and wait for the nuclear fallout and mm -hmm. have all that canned food? Yeah. The Sabbat are sort of like that. They've always believed this conspiracy theory, and they think that every other kindred is foolish for not preparing for Gehenna. The Sabbat exist to hunt down and kill antediluvians before they kill us. So you're saying that the Sabbat would have large bunker networks where a lot of them are gathered together from one place? The Sabbat work like terrorists. They're organized into cells. Mm -hmm. They're specifically designed to be anti-antediluvian. Everything about them makes them hard to kill. So what do you recommend we do? I'm honestly not worried about the two of you. I'm worried about what the two of you mean. Hmm. If Cain is going around creating a whole new second generation after millennia 
of not doing that. I wonder if Gehenna really is upon us. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you.